1: That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rhines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Lone Ranger, original air dates July 5th, 1946, and the title is Dead Man's Justice. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
0: fiery horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty hi-yo oh, silver, the Lone Ranger. It was late afternoon. The main street of Overland, a little cow town in West Texas, was almost deserted. This fact alone made the setting an ideal one for the outlaw trap which Sheriff Geiger had planned so carefully. For well over an hour, the crag-faced old lawman and Bob Cole, his deputy, had waited patiently just inside an empty livery stable. And it was no accident that the stable was directly across the street from the Overland Bank.
2: Well, no sign of any bank robber so far, Sheriff. No. Maybe that tip you wasn't on the level. Maybe, but I doubt it. Day's not over yet. We'll wait a while longer. Yeah, sure, anything you say... I was just wondering. What? You said you got the tip off in a letter. Somebody wrote and told you an outlaw I was going to try to hold up the bank today. That's right. Well, who wrote the letter? Can you depend mm-hmm. on him? Mm-hmm. I'd just take my life on the word of the gentleman gave me this tip. He's a real friend of mine. A special friend. Yeah, I guess you know what you're doing. I just... Say, I saw Christopher owns the bank and Tate Moran is cashier. Yes. Guess they're heading over to the hotel for supper. That leaves old man Simpkins, the bookkeeper, alone in the bank. Well, Why don't you tell Sal and Tate about the t- tip-off? After all, it's Sal's bank and Tate works for him. Seems to me they'd be interested No knowing I don't that... believe in talking about things that might happen, Bob. Better to wait until... Look. Oh, you're got... oh, oh, Well, I'll be... Hey, that Jasper's wrecking his bronc right in front of the bank. Look, he's walking inside. Do you think he might be the I one? I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. Angle across the street to the left. I'll take this side. Keep your gun handy, but don't start shooting unless... Well, wait till I give the word. All right, Sheriff. Ah, he's gone inside. Of course, it didn't look like a
3: bank robber.
2: You never can tell. Maybe I should have stopped him before he went into the bank. Arrested him on suspicion. Oh, this is best. Wait to something. Well, I'll be walked right out with a sack of cash in one hand and a gun in the other. You drop that gun. You're under arrest. More, more. I'll drop nothing except the hunger left. him, Bob, eyes. open up! Dirty coyote. them, Bob. He's getting away. Oh, boy. Well, I got the critter, Sheriff. I nailed him in that little ravine east of town. Good. He ain't got much of that cash left on him. He must have thrown most of it away. Well, if he took the chance on robbing a yeah. bank, why would he throw the money away? Yeah, maybe he figured he'd come back and pick it up later. What happened, Sheriff? Started out to be a bank robbery, Mr. Christopher. Nothing but a dead owl hoot now. Well, thank heaven you were right here, Sheriff. Who is the man? Do you know? Never saw him before. Search is closed, Bob. Maybe find something. Yeah. I'll Never mind, Bob. I'm right here. I can go through his pockets. Great big fellow. Yeah. Here's something. Charge papers from the army. Got his name and everything. That's good. At least we'll have some way to mark the critter's grave when we plant him in Boot Hill tomorrow.
0: It was late the following day when the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up their horses in a small, small grove
4: of trees near the outskirts of Overland. Oh, hold oh, so, 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 so. on. Oh, oh, well, well. right we might as well make camp here, Tonto. It's near town. You can ride in and buy supplies later on. Uh-huh. must yeah. look. See plenty of people on hill over there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sure. quite a crowd. But it's breaking up now. Ah. No mean, I'm must have a funeral on Cemetery over there. Oh. Hmm. That's strange. You mean people leave plenty fast? No, I, I meant the young fellow who's still standing there by the grave. No one spoke to him. Must be a stranger. Oh. But strangers don't usually go... Come on, let's walk over and talk to him. My friend and I I don't want to intrude. If we can be of any help, well, we... I'll
3: be... masked gent and engine. Outlaws.
4: Oh, no, we're not outlaws.
3: And why are you... It <laughs> doesn't make any difference. I guess anything can happen, even masked outlaws walking around in broad daylight down in this local country.
4: Isn't this your home?
3: No. <laughs> At least I've got that much to be thankful for.
4: Was the person they just buried a relative of yours?
3: Look at the writing on that wooden slab at the head of the grave.
4: All right. Here lies Jeff Riggs, age 24. Shot and killed while attempting to rob the Overland Bank. May his evil soul at last find peace. Well, did you read it? It just says that the outlaw was a man named Riggs, age 24.
3: Yeah, I know. It's what's got me mixed up. What do you mean? Because that's my name. I'm Jeff Jeff Riggs.
0: A short time later, in the
3: Lone Ranger's camp... Jeff Riggs told the masked man in Tonto a strange story. You see, I had a job punching cows on the spread up in Wyoming. Then last week, I got a letter from a banker here in Overland. It said my Aunt Flora, who lived here, just died and left me all of her money. Was that true? <laughs> I guess so. I've never found out. Oh, why not? Well, the letter said to come down here right away and bring some positive proof of my identity.
4: Could you do that?
3: Sure. I had my discharge papers from the Army. So I got on the train and came down to Junction City.
4: Junction City's over twenty miles east of here.
3: Now I know it, but the letter said that because there was no railroad running through Overland, I'd have to get off the train at Junction City, and someone wanted to meet me there.
4: Did it work out that way?
3: Yeah. And there was a gent waiting for me. All right.
2: Welcome to Junction City, Jeff. My name's Moran. Take Moran. How do you do? Christopher from the Overland Bank sent me to meet you. Well, that's mighty nice, Mr. Christopher. I brought my rig. We'll drive over there in the morning. Better for you to rest here in Junction City tonight.
4: Got a room reserved for you at the hotel. Did you spend the night in Junction City? Most of it. But I didn't do much sleeping. What do you mean?
3: Well, you see, I'd been sleeping out in the open for years. So I couldn't get that comfortable on that fancy hotel bed. I kept turning and twisting. That's when it happened. What? I heard a key turning. Then the door swung open. Real soft light. It was so dark, I couldn't see who it was, but now well, I could tell he had a gun in his hand. I raised up, but he was too quick for me. He swung the butt end of that gun, and that's the last thing I remember. <laughs>
4: Hmm. When did you regain consciousness? This morning. i still got a big lump on my head, but otherwise I'm all right. Have you any idea who the man was who tried to kill you? I've got a hunch it was Tate Moran. Oh, what makes you think so?
3: Well, course, the hotel clerk told me that Moran's at Vamoose. I rented a horse and rode over here to Overland.
4: Have you seen Moran since you arrived?
3: No. Because whoever hit me over the head stole my army discharge papers. When I got to town, they were having a funeral for a gent that everybody said was me.
4: Why didn't you go to the bank and talk to Mr. Christopher or Moran?
3: I don't trust that that Moran, i Another thing, how can I prove who I really am without those papers?
4: It does complicate things. You should have gone to the sheriff and told him about it. Yeah,
3: I was figuring on that, but... Well, during the funeral, I heard somebody say that Sheriff Geiger knew this critter was a professional bank robber. Because he got a tip-off from somebody called the Lone Ranger. What did you say? I never heard of anybody by that name, but... Why?
4: Anything wrong? Here, Silver.
3: Yes, I don't, I don't
4: understand. Neither do I. I intend to find out. Right there, Victor. Easy.
3: If you're pulling out, I guess I'll go into town and look up this Tate Moran. I'll accuse uh, no, him no, of...
4: Jeff. That wouldn't do any good. You wait here in camp with Tonto. I'll be right back.
3: Yeah, but what am I going to do about all this?
4: Don't worry, you won't be alone. We'll both do something about it. Monsilver!
2: What the... Well, uh, where did you come from?
4: Hello, Sheriff. I understand you received a note from me.
2: Yes, and I'm mighty grateful for the tip-off you gave me. I caught that bank robbing buzzard red handed.
4: Uh, yes, I heard about it.
2: We planted him over in Boot Hill about an hour ago.
4: May I see the letter, Sheriff? The one that yeah. threw you. You
2: mean your letter? Why, sure. Here it is.
4: Well, thanks. Hmm.
2: I don't know how you knew that skunk was going to work. Sheriff,
4: run. I didn't write this letter.
2: You didn't write. What? What did you say?
4: In my hand? No, my signature. Here's your letter. Hmm. Tell me, did you have the outlaw you killed?
2: A young buck named Rick. Are you sure? He had some papers in his pocket, proved it.
4: Do you have the papers now?
2: Well, no. No, I guess I haven't. Tate moved the bank and took him out of the visit's pocket. Then we buried him with the body.
4: Mm-hmm. Sheriff, I don't know who it was who robbed the bank, but I'm sure the right up in Boothoo Hill isn't Jiggs. Isn't Jiggs? I'm also convinced that Mr. Saul Christopher or Mr. Tate Moran do know who's buried up there.
2: Christopher and Moran, eh? Right. You mean those two hombres are trying to pull a shenanigan? They've
4: already pulled it. Yeah? You know, I never have trusted either of those
2: gents. I'll rustle them out of bed with right I know, now.
4: Sheriff. You see, I'm involved in this, too. And we need proof before we can accuse anyone of a crime.
2: You say you didn't write this letter. That's crime enough for me. I'll get Christopher and Moran... No, and... I
4: think it would be a lot better to let them convict themselves. What do you mean? Wait a couple of days. I'll keep in touch with you. In the meantime... I'll ask a dead man to help us. Dead man? Sometimes fear is more powerful than lead. I'll see you later, Sheriff.
2: Well, I'll be. If I didn't know he was the Lone Ranger, I'd swear that man was plumb loco.
0: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. story. After the Lone Ranger left Sheriff Geiger's office, he returned to the camp where Tonto and Jeff Riggs were waiting for him. There, he proposed a plan that would take several
4: days to complete. Uh, Jeff, this is what I want you to do. Write a letter to Saul Christopher. Pretend that you've just received his letter. Tell him you'll arrive in Junction City the following day.
3: Uh, what good will that do?
4: Tonto, as soon as he finishes that note, I want you to take it and ride north. Ah. Uh, and where we go? To the town nearest the ranch where Jeff used to work. Mail it at the post office there. Ah, me go. Then ride back to Junction City, and I'll meet you near the river east of town. Oh, this is too deep for
3: me. I can't figure out what you're doing.
4: Simple, Jeff. That's the main reason why it should work out. You and I will go to Junction City. The day after tomorrow, you'll pretend you just, just got off the train.
3: And what's the idea?
4: Because uh, tomorrow afternoon, Mr. Saul Christopher will receive a letter. He'll hardly believe.
2: Yeah, let me see it. Right. this is impossible. What's wrong? This letter from that cowpuncher up north, Jeff Riggs. Riggs? Listen, he says, dear Mr. Christopher, I'm sorry to hear about Anne Flora's death. However, I'll follow your instructions regarding a will. I'll arrive in Junction City tomorrow afternoon. Sincerely, yours... Jeff Riggs. Oh, I know what it is. That letter's been delayed some way. Should have been here last week. Doesn't make any difference now. I met the. Wait business. a minute. Look at the date at the top of this page. Date? Why? Sure. Yesterday morning. I oh, know. But it, it can't be. There's a mistake. <clears throat> I thought you met this kid in Junction City three days ago. Oh, I did, Sal. Honest, I did. I thought you braided him. Took his identification papers, then hired the saddle tramp to ride over and rob the bank. I did. I told you what happened in the hotel room. Then I hired the tramp after I'd written a note to Sheriff Geiger here in town, tipping him off so so the tramp would be killed. It all worked out just like we planned. Then how do you explain this letter? Wait, It's a mistake. We we must have written it before we left up north. Put the wrong date on it. Maybe you're right. But just to make sure, you better go over to Junction City tomorrow and meet that train. While you're there, see if an unknown dead man was found in the hotel. I don't know what happened over there before. But I do know what will happen to you and me if that Riggs kid is still alive. You mean? You know what the time you mean. I mean. Like. I... All right. I'll do it.
4: Here comes a train, Jeff. We're on the other side of it now, but you can pretend you just got off. I suppose Tate Moran doesn't see me. you will see you. Well, I'm afraid it'll be a shock. What'll I do then? Whatever he suggests.
3: Say, stranger, could you tell me how to get to Overland? Like... Oh. You see, I'm new in this neck of the woods, not... So, well, no... What's your name? Riggs. Jeffrey. I'm on my way to Overland. The train conductor told me I'd have to ride a stage over there, but I don't know where to catch well, it. Well, I... Uh, have you ever been here in Junction City before? No. It's the first time I ever saw the town. Say, hey, What's wrong? Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing at all.
2: You know, it, uh, it's rather a coincidence, you coming up and speaking to me like you did... Is that so? Yeah, because I came over from Overland to meet a young gent named Driggs, and I I guess you're him.
3: (laughs) Well, this is
2: lucky. What's your name? Well, I'm Tate Moran. Mr. Christopher from the bank sent me over to meet you. (laughs) Well, uh, where do we catch the stage? Well, there isn't any stage running till tomorrow morning. We'll have to spend the night here in Junction City. Got a room all reserved for you at the hotel.
4: Hello. me here. Hey, Moran and Jeff are for eating supper in the hotel dining room now. Uh-huh. Moran's not wearing his gun belt. Must be in his room. Now, there's a store building right by the side of the hotel. You can climb up there and get into Moran's room through a window. Uh-huh. Find his gun, take out the bullets. We fill it with blanks. Here they are. How do you understand? Huh? He's happy.
2: Well, here's your room, Riggs. My
3: bunk is one flight up. Couldn't get two rooms on the same floor. (laughs) Well, that's all right, Mr. Moran. I feel right at home. uh, What's that? Yeah. For some reason or other, this place is sort of familiar. Why? <laughs> uh... It's almost as if I'd been here before. Uh, I'll see you in the morning.
2: There, uh, Tate. You're back soon. Tell me what happened. I'm at the train, stop. Yesterday afternoon in Junction City. Well, the, the kid, Jeff Riggs, was on it. What? Then you didn't kill him the first time? Well, I, I guess not. It didn't seem to have been a dead man found in the hotel. But last night, I hem- emptied my six-gun into him and got out in a hurry. There's a mix-up somewhere in this thing. as long as he's finally dead. I guess we can... A
3: letter for you, Mr. All
2: right, give it to me. Yes, sir. God, what's wrong? Listen to this. Dear Mr. Christopher, I'm sorry I missed the Junction City train yesterday. I hope I didn't inconvenience you in any way. I've decided to come straight through by stage, coach. I'll arrive about 10 p.m., go right to the bank. Can you meet me there? yours. San Jeff Riggs. Oh. No, it, 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 it can't be from Riggs. He's dead. It's right here in black and white. But I tell you, Jeff Riggs is dead. Maybe it's him who's lying up there in Boot Hill. Maybe I killed the same man twice. Shut up. <sighs> There's only one thing to do. We've got to ride out and meet that stage tonight before it hits time. Ride out and meet the. Well, no, not me. I'm not going. Yes, you are. We'll both meet the stage. This time I'll do the shooting. Well, you can't shoot a dead man. Somebody who's already Stop dead. Lebron. Good solid slug from 45. Doesn't care what it hits. It can be either dead or alive. We. we shouldn't do this, Sal. How can we. What's to... going Put that bandana over your face. I don't want the stage drive to recognize us. But, Sal, I'm shut man. up from the stage. Pull up! Pull up or i Hold up. Keep
4: your hands up in the air. Well, they're up.
2: Road agents, huh? Well, boys, this is one time you picked the wrong coat. Ain't carrying a lead quarter. We're not after money. All we want to do is talk to the passenger you're carrying inside. Passenger? <laughs> you drew another blank, boys. Haven't carried a passenger on this run for over two weeks. Quit stalling Tell your passengers step out. You tell him, maybe, if, if you can find him. He's <laughs> right. We'll do it inside the post. Okay. Satisfied? Well, I, all right, get moving. Glad they're blind. Get along, you curly. Get up. What's that doing, Peter? I can't understand it. Well, I can, Sal. We're dealing with a dead man. A dead man who's plaguing us because we've stolen the money that's rightfully his. His aunt wanted him to Is have that- it, not us. Get on your horse. Oh boy, boy. What are you going to do now, sir? Head right back to the bank. Get up there. Get up. I'll What are you inside? Can't figure it out. The whole thing doesn't make sense. When you're dealing with a dead man, how can if you expect you to make... You mentioned dead man once again. i She loses the door.
3: Oh.
2: No, it might All be him. All right, right. I'll open it
3: myself. Christopher? Who are you? I you thought you'd be expecting me. I came in on the 10 o'clock stage. You came in on the... T- Did you get my letter? And Jeff Riggs from up north.
2: Oh, it's him! He's the one I killed himself! Shut up, Tate! I will not shut up! You're talking to a dead man!
3: Mr. Christopher, I... came to see you about the money my Aunt Flora left to me. Drop that suitcase and get him up. That's better.
2: Now, listen... I don't know what your game is, but you're not going to outsmart me.
3: I'm not trying to outsmart anybody.
2: Yes, you are. I'm going to plug you. It doesn't matter how much you know.
0: Sure.
2: I took the cash from your Aunt Flora's estate. <laughs> she left it in the bank's care. Tate Moran and I have been tapping that account for the last ten years. I see. Now I'm going it. Oh, you want it? My arm. It slugs in my arm. I. Hey, Stafford, uh,
4: where'd you come from? Good morning, Sheriff. Uh,
2: well, well, uh, nice little sociable party.
4: You heard everything both of these men said. Uh, that amounts to confession, doesn't it, Sheriff?
2: Sure, I heard every word. Not to send them both to the penitentiary for life. But how, how
4: can a dead man come back to life? I'll leave them in your hands. Adios, Sheriff. Good luck John, you. Oh, sir. no, wait. Wait a minute. i oh, no, he's gone.
3: Why didn't he stay around long enough for me to find out Find out what? Not much. Just who he is and why he went to all the trouble to help me. Somebody he never saw before. There's no answer to the last part of your question, Jeff.
2: But I can tell you who he is. You can? Sure. He's the Lone Ranger. I'll you that. Oh!